Now is the time, a time you'll look back on, a time you adopt as inspiration. You will recollect this time, this moment, right now. Motivate yourself towards success. Overcome, take over. The time is now. Hello, hello. How's it going? Well, mate, How good, you? Chris? Not too bad, not too bad, Chris. We're not dancing on the ceiling, but we're still celebrating nonetheless. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get straight into it. We are, uh, we are uh, due, um, Pete is due to join us as well. Richie's taking the, the night off, but uh, all, all is good with you, first of all, Chris. Yeah, Sammy, yeah, all good. Um... <laughs> to be honest, I'm still I'm still rattled off that um, Man City Liverpool score, like <laughs> just devastated because I was really looking forward to that game, thinking the opposite would have happened. But um, yeah. but yeah, no, really, really, um, as I've just put in the chat there, really proud of the lads today. Thought we thought we did really, really well, and uh, just shows how far we've come. So yeah, I'm 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 um, slightly disappointed, but really, really pleased at the same time. You know, another clean sheet, another you know. We've avoided another defeat at Old Trafford. So we've had some tough fixtures this season so far. Really tough fixtures. Yeah, we've really we have, yeah, we've, yeah, um, yeah, and we've got uh, two more to come with in the shape of Everton on Wednesday night and Spurs then next Sunday. But let's get into this one now. As I said, Peter's due to join us. He's making his way back actually from the game. So uh, we'll, we'll uh, get his opinion as well. But let's get into it. Let's go to the team sheet. So for Newcastle, uh, there was uh, one change with... Um, Joe Linton coming in and Willock making way. And Willock was um, sick during the week, so but he did he did turn up at the game and he was on the bench. I think he even travelled separate to the squad. I suppose probably not to try and uh, no one else get sick. Uh, but um, yeah, so he, he was uh, on the bench and he did did come on. We will talk about that later as well. But um, what was your thoughts, Chris, on the the, the team? I know there was talks of will he go with an unchanged team? Will a target come back? Come in for burn? Will Joe Linton start as he did? Uh, but your your thoughts? I thought Eddie Howe got the team spot on, to be honest, guys, because obviously it was disappointing Isaac was out. It was disappointing that uh, Maxi also out. Um, but I was pleased he kept the back four as it was. I know there were some people saying maybe we should bring Matty Target in at left back in replacement of Bain, but I think it'd be very difficult to take Bain out at the minute. Albeit, you know, there was there was a few hair raising moments when <laughs> he was one on one with him, but yeah. you know he, he he managed it reasonably well. Um, when I saw that Joe Linton had come in, I must admit I was pleased with that. And again, talking about what I was saying about Bain, I thought you know. Willick was a bit unlucky to be dropped, albeit apparently he wasn't feeling too well the last couple of days, so it made sense. Um, yeah. But I always feel we're a bit more um, a bit more stronger in midfield in terms of a defensive point of view when Joe's in the team, uh, Joe, Joe Linton, I mean. Um, so I was pleased to see Joe Linton on the left kind of supporting uh, Dan Byrne. So I was pleased. I was pleased Joe Linton had been brought back into the team. 
Um, and obviously, yeah, you know, there was some rumours before the game that Miguel Almiron wasn't going to Yeah, play. yeah, there's um, an awful lot of rumours that kind of uh, were going, we knew that someone was, wasn't going to make the starting lineup, but yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, right about now, or just before the team was announced, you were mentioning Miggy, and I saw mm-hmm. Willock be mentioned by, it was a Craig Hope or something like that. So, yeah, it was kind of a, who, someone's missing, but who is it? So, uh, it was kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, but, um, but no, other than co- that, I was pleased. Nice to see Shelby on the bench as well. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say yeah. as well. Uh, great to see Shelby back. Um, uh, yeah, because there was at this when he had the injury, we, we probably we thought we wouldn't see him this side of the World Cup. But uh, great to see him back, and he's he's he'll uh, become valuable to us with these games coming now, uh, ticking fast now. So that is uh, our team for for today. Away uh, at Old Trafford, and this is Man United's team. Uh, don't really care. That's them. Uh, but yeah, it was a right old battle. Uh, fifth against sixth. Who would have thought it from where we were last year? Uh, this time last year. Um, yeah, so it, it was um, a, a massive game for us. But uh, let's get into it. So I go to my notes, uh, trusty notes. Yeah, okay, two minutes into it, Fred had a shot. Uh, Shard, Shard went off off the pitch. He fell off the, you know, the slope in, in, in Old Trafford. And he looked like he had a twisted his ankle or, tw- or twisted his knee, but he was okay uh, as well. It was in the early minutes. Um, pressure for both sides really. Uh, Newcastle had a lot of corners uh, in around the, the, the up to the around the tenth minute mark. There was a shot then from uh, Sancho as well on the the twelfth minute, and then there was the first incident of of the day. And I I know uh, we had a bit of debate about this, Chris, uh, on the chat because when I saw it first, I I didn't I, I didn't think it was uh, well. We we didn't get anything anyway. The, the, the incident I'm talking about is, is the Wilson incident. I, I didn't think that it would be given. Uh, but when you look at it again, you you, you do start to question why. And they did look at it apparently in, with uh, VAR. But uh, um, yeah, what's what your thought? And this is incident. now I have. I've, one or two pictures, and I also have a little video clip, but I'm, I'm not sure if the video clip will work, uh, and it might just shut down the show. So let's try uh, looking at the pictures first. So this is the answer. What was your thought on this one, Chris? Do you know what? As soon as, no way of a lie, as soon as it happens, like <laughs> my daughter Bad jumps picture. about three foot in the air because I just screamed at the telly. And then obviously, you know, you kind of have that element of doubt, don't you, where you go, <clears> oh, was it, or did he get the ball or whatever? And then even when I saw the replays, like I've seen two or three replays, and I was just like, how's that not a pen? How, how was that not a pen? Um, and I heard the commentators saying, oh, well, Mar- maybe Martinez, um, the fact that Martinez was there, yeah. maybe that has an impact. And it's like, what? It, the only the only impact that Martinez being there would have had is that it wasn't a red in terms of, you know, he wasn't the last man. But Varane just comes straight over, gets in front of Wilson and just takes him out. And I just, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see what they say on match of the day tonight. But for me, like it's a stonewall penalty. Um, so yeah, that was that was really disappointing. But um, but yeah, we didn't get it. What what I would say is as well, and this is a question for the chat. Um, do you think do you think the fact that the ball didn't go out of play or that you know the game wasn't stopped <laughs> as to why VAR just looked at it and went yes, I'm play on? Because if you remember, straight after that happened. <laughs> There was quite a break before there was a break in play. Uh, sorry, there was quite a, there was um, there was a bit of a gap before there was a break in play. And I always think sometimes when the ref, you know, when like the game stops and then obviously the referees stood there and all the players get mound and you know and having an influence, yeah. I always wonder whether there's more emphasis on it and maybe you know the officials in Stockley Park kind of have to you know really really look at it because mm. they know that the whole stadium's waiting. Whereas because the game had played on for so long. It just made me feel like they just looked and went, nah, you know, the game's going on, carry on. 
But so I, you, you, if you if if Wilson had a, because Wilson shot straight up to, straight away to try and uh, get an involved in play again. But uh, you think if if Wilson stayed down a bit, uh, it might have it might have swayed it another way. No, I I mean in terms of you know like the ball going out of play. Yeah. So say like yeah. say it happens and then the ball the referee probably... out, the ref would have stopped it. But yeah. it carries but... on and on and on and on. And I just thought they thought, oh, it's gone now. Just leave it. Mm. That's that that was my impression. I could be wrong, but yeah. No, like, like, I wonder if Wilson. Now, I, I think Wilson did the right thing, but if Wilson stayed down, um, would they, the referee have stopped it? I, I don't, still don't think he would have given the penalty. Okay, the truth. Uh, and I was one way it was probably so early in the game as well. Didn't always play it to our advantage, but okay, it wasn't a play. It's, it's we we didn't get given a penalty anyway. So what, what can yeah, we do? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll drive on and we'll see what what Pete's opinion on that incident is as well when he joins because yeah. he's he's he was over that end of the pitch as well actually. So uh, it it'll see what what his thoughts are. I I I'd be surprised if he if he doesn't say a penalty. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, the 18th man, uh, Botman then went down with the head injury. They put in a great tackle, actually. Um, I think it was from Anthony, and he, um, yeah, he, he heard he said, but he's up again. The warrior, um, so yeah, both, both Botman and, and Char were in the wars today, actually. But then the big massive incident in the game as well is this one here, where, um, Joe Linton, um, oh, actually, just before that, uh, Joe, Joe Linton does, goes on a bit of a mazy run. Uh, Trippy had a free kick to hit into the wall. But then uh, then there was the, the follow-up where um, Joe Linton had a, a brilliant header, but it hit the crossbar. Then it came out right out to him again, and he hit the post. He kind of had an open goal in one way, and you, you think you think it was going to go in. Uh, he should have probably finished that, um, and that would have put us 1-0 up. But um, no, wasn't to be. Um, good tossing that bit, Chris. Oh, it was just, you know what? It was just one of those moments, wasn't it? And what was even more frustrating was, like, the the first header was kind of a bit of a punt. Like, he just wanted to get his head on it. And to be fair, he'd done well. The second one, when the ball come to him, because De Gea was on the floor, if that's on target, in. It's done. Yeah. Because know, hey, I couldn't he couldn't have got up for it. And then you just see Joe. It was quite to be fair, it was quite a good header, you know, like it was controlled and like he didn't put too much pace on it. He just like directed it towards goal. And then when you're seeing it like going towards the post, it was just like, oh no. It was a really, really big chance. And like, you know, I know they say, you know, goals goals change games. And I do genuinely think if we'd have scored that goal, like we probably would have gone on to win it. And I know that's quite a bold thing to say, but I think the floodgates would have opened. I really, really do. Um, but it is what it is. Again, it's just one of, one of those things. We'll, we'll never really know, will we? We'll never know the answer. But I thought uh, it was it was unlucky. But I can't I can't criticise Joe for it because he did everything right. But get it a couple Put of inches lower. That's all yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, then that was all around the 21st, 22nd. But then... Um, the, on the 26th minute, uh, there was uh, Ronaldo lob uh, over Pope and put it in the back of the net, but it was it was offside. Oh no, sorry, he didn't put it in the back of the net. Pope saved it. Pope, Pope actually saved it. Uh, and uh, but yeah, he was, he was already offside. Now I don't know when this incident happened, but when was when was the? Do you remember the um, the pulling the shirt of Burn? When did that happen? Um. <sighs> <laughs> I don't remember. Funny enough, <laughs> I it, no, it's it's funny you say that, Daz, because I think on the stream I was watching, they didn't really highlight it. I remember seeing it on Twitter, and I was thinking, bloody hell, look at that—he's grabbing his shirt. But during the game, I don't think they actually focused on it. Certainly on the 
the, the stream I was watching, I think it was Opal Sports Six or something, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, it didn't that really. Yeah, I, yeah, I had it, the same commentary that what you quoted about Martinez earlier was the same word for word. So I had the same commentary. So it must it must yeah. be yeah, it must be kind of they didn't focus in on it. Okay, uh, but yeah, that was an incident as well where uh, Burns shirt was was pulled inside the box and a potential for penalty, I think as well. Um, then uh, thirty six minutes, making wins a free came to nothing really. Uh, a good save from Pope on the thirty seven minute from from an Anthony shot. Um, on the 47th match, Bruno Fernandez for the header over the bar that took us to half time. Uh, but yeah, some of the some pictures as well from uh different incidents in the game that uh campaign point to time slot, but yeah, that brought us to half time. So then, uh, into the second half, and um, yeah, Man United did come out, um, uh, all guns blazing in, in the second half, um. Uh, first of all, in the 46th minute, though, Wilson had a shot wide at the post from a mistake from, from Man United. Um, then on the 47th minute, not long after that, um, Ronaldo had the ball in the net, but it was offside. And um, then, uh, yeah, then there was the, the, the unusual incident where, where uh, um, Ronaldo thought the, the the free kick was, was taken. It was tipped. Trippi was tipping it back to, to Pope to take the free kick, but uh, Ronaldo saw him tipping it beforehand, and he went up and robbed the ball and just put it in the back of the net. Cue uh, um, it being no goal, but the Man United protest, claiming that it was that he he had already taken the free kick. So that was a really unusual incident. But uh, if that if if that had counted, there would have been more. Uh, but your thoughts on that one, Chris? I think yeah, I think it was just um, it was just Ronaldo, a little bit of gamesmanship. Um, yeah. I can kind of see why he did it because when you watch it back, he did roll it, but the referee, you know, yeah, it was the the ball wasn't in play. I can see him being a little bit cheeky, like, but the referee was never going to give it because um, I think I th- was it. Sure, the commentator said he wasn't even he wasn't he hadn't even blew his whistle or he yeah, was the referee still the, yeah, it was the hand was up and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see why, uh, but. I thought the yellow was a bit harsh, though, to be fair. No, but... good, good enough for him. Um, <laughs> let, let him take it. He's finished. He's finished. Um, yeah, so let, let's move on. Um, 53 minutes then, uh, tackle in the box, uh, trips on Ronaldo. Good, good, good tackle from Trippier. Uh, we, we have, well, oh, here he is. Here he is. The man. <laughs> Literally just got back now. <laughs> what a day. What oh. <laughs> oh, I'm late, boys. Sorry, no, don't worry, mate. Don't worry. You're, you're grumpy. You all, all good, mate. Um, maybe oh, we'll just mate, finish yeah. this off, Pete, and then we'll get we'll get your Perfect. overall thoughts yeah, the, on on, on the, the, the highlights that the, the begins. With. So, on yeah, we're coming to a talking point here now. Um, 57 minutes. Uh, Sancho and Longstaff got in a bit of a um, tumble. Let's uh, say, well, it was a kind of a tackle by Longstaff. Where I have a picture of it here somewhere. Here we go. Uh, and potential penalty claim. It went to VAR. Um, what was your thoughts on this one, lads? I know in in because uh, myself and Chris were kind of back and over talking uh, about penalties all, all through the game, but uh, yeah. uh, it was um, this one to me looked like it could potentially have been one uh, for Man United. Uh, would have been harsh on us not getting the other one and this being given to Man United. But what was, what's your thoughts on this one? 
It will now. I'll jump in before Pete because I'm. I don't know whether Pete's seen it two or three times. I've I've seen it two or three times, obviously, because I was watching it at home. But for me, that's um, well, one. I think the referee was trying to give us one back for the one that we didn't get. And two, when it, when I watched it back, it was very much like Longstaff's leg was out, and then Sancho fell over it. It wasn't a case of if if. It was risky what Longstaff did, don't get me wrong, because he flicked his leg out. But Sancho made contact with him once his leg was out. Um, if if Longstaff had flicked his leg out and made contact, it would have been a penalty. But for me, you see the way his leg's already out, Sancho made contact once his leg was out. So I think that's why VAR looked at it and just went, yeah, leave it. Um, whereas the Wilson one was the opposite for me because Varane just went in on him and took him down. But... What 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 was the uh, what was the reaction like uh, over the Longstaff one? Was everyone just like, nah, no pen, or were you worried? No, we, we, none of us were worried, but um, about the actual incident. But you 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 then remember you're at Old Trafford and mm. you've got all of the home fans that are baying for blood, and you've got all the players, all the manual players going around, they're like, ah, yeah. and all this like trying to get get decisions because they it was pure desperation for them. Um, but yeah, there was never, never anything in it, but you've just touched on it and you probably already spoke about it already. Like how that Wilson penalty hasn't been given. I've got no idea. We could see it where we were. We were right in front of it. Um, maybe not head on, but we were side on to that. And it was a stone waller. It's a stone wall penalty. Like there was no way, um, that that shouldn't have been given. And, and have you front- seen it back yet, Pete? Uh, yeah, I've seen it back since. And it's even worse than I, than I, than yeah. my view. So it's from the view that I had. I, I was just, I was going absolutely mental because it, it was a stonewall penalty. I watched it back again. And I'm angry. I'm angry now because that's that's that should have been a penalty. There's no doubt about it. It's a joke. So but what I have seen on social media is a lot of the Man U fans um, and Terry uh, Terry Flewers, um who you know watches watches loaded mag as well. He's quite big on Man United and he put a picture out there and he was like, Oh, is there anyone gonna talk about this decision referring to the Sean Longstaff one? And I'm and then I've watched that video of Colin Wilson. I'm going, oh yeah, but you're not talking about that one because that one's even worse. It's a joke. I, I don't know, maybe because my first time I saw it, uh, and and this is the debate we were having, Chris and my I, I thought I was kind of putting it up early in the game. At, at Old Trafford, and uh, I, I didn't think think I, I wasn't expecting to, to get the penalty. Uh, but then when I see it back, you, you're going, yeah, uh, it should have been a, a penalty for sure. But uh, yeah, still, right. We'll move on. Uh, then Fraser, come on for Murphy. Um, six formats. Um, there's a stamp on our Bruno by their. We're not even going to call him Bruno Fernandez, uh, mm-hmm. and he got a yellow. Um, 71 minutes, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, the, one of the best players in the world, Ballon d'Or winner, I don't know how many times, and he gets taken off and brought uh, Rashford comes on. Uh, Ronaldo was not happy. Um, yeah, then a, a treble substitution from, from us. We uh, took off Fern, Bruno, Wilson brought on our target. Willock and Wood on the 78th match. Uh, then I'll fast forward to the 87th match where uh, we were so, so lucky. The first time we were so, so lucky. Uh, Rashford uh, put in, got a ball in the corner, um, passed it into the box to, to Fred. And I don't know how Fred missed that. I, who, who tackled him there? That was, that was, uh, 
where I didn't see a replay of that again, but uh, that was that was some move, and Fred really should have scored there. And he thought that the boy was colossal today. I've got to be it was honest. Un- unbelievable shots. It's like that's he, actually he that's was... why then he came off. Yeah, because the come on. Char was injured after that. Then, but um, yeah, they should have scored there. Uh, anyway, thoughts on that one before we leave that one? I'll be honest. There was a lad, um, a lad called Matt, and he was with his girlfriend who was stood next to him on the right hand side, and. I said to him when it happened, I actually thought, and I don't know, I, I could be pretty wrong here, but I actually thought he was offside when they played the ball through. He, he looked offside, so I wasn't overly worried about it because I thought they would put it up for offside. But the fact that they missed it, they never had to go back and have a look at it. So I don't know whether it looked different to you guys when the ball was played through initially. Was he kept onside or not? Um, Again, I don't... We didn't, we didn't get that angle on that, that stream, no. Chris. They, but, didn't bring, um, they didn't mention it. They didn't mention yeah, they didn't bring it back again, and uh, that's the problem with these streams. And you can't pause it and rewind back as well. And know. you know, know. The usual, right? And then one more instant left in, in, in the game, and uh, it's 94th minute. And this is where, where the old Fergie time would have kicked in, where uh, Rashford had a header and it missed, missed uh, wide. Um, Lucky again in the last, the last. So I think overall we, we were we were more dominant in the first half, but they really came at us in the second half, and we, we were holding on for the point. But what what a uh, what a, a point to get at uh, Old away at Old Trafford, uh, fifth against sixth in in the league, uh, and a, a massive uh, as you t- touched on the start, Chris, a massive difference from where we were this time last year. But um, yeah. are you happy with that, lads? Just slightly disappointed, but um, again, as I said at the start, as yeah, you know, compared compared to last season, being me and Pete were uh, with Old Trafford last season, and to be fair, it was never a four-one, was it, Pete? Never a four-one. But um, we, you know, it, it was night and day in terms of performance for me today because we were we were in that game the whole time, apart from maybe the last ten minutes. I was a little bit disappointed with the last ten minutes. Not gonna lie. Um, I felt we were too too negative. I think we sat in too much and we just invited the pressure and we didn't see, you know, all the energy. But to be fair, I think, was it Yano or somebody said earlier on that uh, Eddie House said there'd been a lot of illness in the camp this week and yeah. that, you know, there was some tired legs out there and, you know, people, people were uh, struggling a little bit towards the end of the game. So, you know, that can be forgiven. But I just think, um, yeah... If Rashford, Rashford could and should have scored, um, and it would have been really harsh on us, but thankfully uh, he put that header wide. Thank God. Exactly. Uh, and Pete, you got you got to meet Adam as well. Hey, hey Adam. Yeah, I saw him. At, I saw him at half time, but I was over the other side of because they split it into two the away end. Chris, I think you're on the other side last season. Yeah. Um, uh, I was over that side today and he was right near us. So I didn't get a chance to, to speak to him at, at half time. But as I walked out, because um, we came, we came out like when there was no fans left at the stadium and he was doing his video. So I managed to just poke my head into the old video and, and say it was something. <laughs> um, and yeah, then when he finished recording, um, I just had a little bit of a chat with him. We had a photo. And yeah, he, he was the same as you, Chris. He was, um, he was a little bit, disappointed that we that we didn't get the win um but you know all in all it, it, it was a good point um i was i was um i'll be honest uh i was really happy with the point i'd have took it before the game i really was um it, we, sometimes you know 
in our eyes, sometimes we have to remember where we've come from. We're, we're going to Old Trafford and uh, Old Trafford's not been a good hunting ground for us. But for us to go there and, and not look at a place and really give them a good game, um, and as you as you boys have said, all bar the last ten minutes, we were in that game and we were a threat throughout that game. That for me is night and day compared to what we've experienced in years gone by. So that for, that to me alone is progress. Um, but the manner in which we did it, at times we dominated possession, where you know all of their plans got thrown out the window after twenty minutes, um, and you could see Ten Hag on the sidelines going absolutely man- mental. He was going mad because everything that clearly he'd planned for um, was out the window because we matched them for everything. We matched them for work rate, pressing, you know, quality on the ball, and they couldn't get near us playing out of tight spaces at Old Trafford, of all plays, places, one-touch passing out of tight spaces, balls down the wing from Trippier into Almiron. Almiron caused, sure, all sorts of problems down that side today. Um, very, very good. Um, and yeah, if you put it all into perspective, again, no Isaac, no Alisset yeah. Maximin, you've got players unwell that Howe's talked about. You put it all together, got to be happy with that. Got to be happy with that. Well, when, I'll ask you the question. Boys, when was Pope really tested today? Wasn't there was two occasions? Uh, <laughs> sorry, because I, 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 I read know. the back. Uh, yeah. I, I tell you exactly, uh, Pete. Uh, there was uh, okay, okay, uh, on the 26th minute when uh, when it was offside, but when Ronaldo lobbed, uh, tried to lob Pope, but he, he still made the save. Uh, okay, it yeah. was offside, and there was another, there was another save from Anthony on the, the 37 minute. Um, he, uh, that was a good save that he made there as well. But apart from was that, that save he made best. with his feet, does was that, yeah, like quite close, it was. Was close, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Close. Was that, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. that, that's, see, that one, yeah, uh, that's I don't count the offside one because it never happened, it was offside, too. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was that one from Pope where it was down, it is near post. I think he made the save, went out for a corner. That's the only time that I can remember Pope being tested in any way, shape, or form. And it was a very routine save, to be honest. Yeah, so, it was about five yards away, wasn't it? You'd expect him to make that save. Hundred percent, and yeah. So, so you think about it, and it, it was a very, very, very comfortable, very, very comfortable um, afternoon for Nick Pope, considering he was going to Old Trafford. Um, but look, you know, what what did you what did you boys what did you boys make of uh, uh, the performance of the back four? Because we and the reason why I asked that is because, uh, and you might have already touched on it already, is that we have obviously on away days had the conversation about burn and target, who should start, is Anthony going to be an issue? You know, what are your thoughts on 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 the back four in general, but also on Burn's performance um, against Anthony today? Well, we we are going to talk about each individual player in the rating. Sorry, so, sorry, we're, we're, uh, no, it, but it's a good question, Pete, because. I think I have a feeling. I know two of us at least. Our, our man, of the match is going to come from the back four. So it's probably maybe we'll take that as a collective. Pete, we go through the four, then we take okay. the back four as a collective. It's probably a pretty, pretty good way. Um, so look, but first before we go on to the ratings, let's say uh, to if you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Subscribe. You're missing you out. Doing? What are you doing? Do the do the right thing, as Martin used to say. Do the right thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and make sure you hit the like button as well. Um, so yeah, first up, Nick Pope. Uh, so 
<laughs> I was waiting for it. I was got waiting it. for it. Got it. Subscribe button. I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, Nick Pope. So I, 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 I classed the two, two important saves. I'm, I'm putting them down as an eight because when called upon uh, and he kept a clean sheet, uh, giving them an eight. Same, yeah. Uh, uh, Pete, Pete's absolutely right. You know, that was probably one of his quietest performances all season. But yeah. when called upon, he did a job. Um, yeah, probably don't need to dwell on them too much. But yeah, I give him an eight. Happy. Eight all round. And make sure you play along in the chat as well, because I, I know, know uh, people that like this bit in the chat. Okay, next up, Trippier. Some important interceptions. I uh, mentioned in the recap there, I mentioned the one tackle on Ronaldo as well. Again, showing leadership. Um, and I think there was one thing at the, the start of the comments. I just maybe I'll just bring up a spread. It's not particularly linked to Trippier, but it's, yeah, this from, from Mike Gent. Newcastle have the outright best defensive record in the Premier League so far this season. Also, no team in the top flight have lost fewer games than Eddie Howe's side in uh, 2022. Uh, 23 complain. Yeah. Oh, we're the lads. Uh, so, yeah, nice one, Mike. Uh, but, yeah, Trippier, um, I'm giving Trippier a 8.5. Um, yeah, my, my scores, my scores for the defense are going to be pretty high this evening. I've got to be honest. Um, I thought I thought Chippy was outstanding today. Uh, you know, he really uh, re- a real captain's performance. Do you know what? It's all I, it's all I say every week though about Kevin Chippy. Do you know what I mean? My only my only disappointment was that he didn't get it over the wall for that free kick. Because you know when you watch it back, mm-hmm. it was on target. Um, so if yeah. he just lifted it that touch higher, he would have tested the higher. But um, but no, fantastic as usual, Kevin Chippy. Um, what would we do without him? I'm, again, yeah. won't dwell on it. I'm going to give him a nine. Oh, nine. Straight in with a nine. Straight in, mate. Straight oh, in. You know we only go up to ten, Chris. I know, I know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not leaving much room for the... Uh, um, that's, yeah. that's fair enough. Sure, I give him an 8.5. So what am I saying? Right, next up is Shar. Now, he oh, was no, in Pete. the water. We need Pete. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, no, Pete. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 nine for me. Nine for nine, me. Nine. Um, sorry about yeah. that, Pete. Um, outstanding. Trippier, um, yeah, England's best right back. Yeah. Need Simply to say anymore. Definitely. definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. Move on. Shar. Uh, he's in the wars uh, on a number of occasions. He he always seems to get uh, well bet in in the, in the games. But uh, no solid, great passing as, as well from Shar. Um, I'm going eight point two five for Shar. <laughs> <laughs> 8.25, I like it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, Um. I will raise you to a 10. I thought Fabian Shaw was our man of the match today. I thought he was absolutely mustard. Like, I'm bearing in mind his defensive partner was also bloody mustard as well. But I'm going to give it to Fabian Shaw this week for me, man of the match, because he literally just put his body on the line. Like, that... That. that um, as you would, um, well, no, it's, it was, yeah, we were talking about it earlier, you know, where it, where, um, there was a really good chance for Man United and Shah just threw himself in front of it. He then jumped up with Anthony and got a big, uh, no, was it Bruno Fernandes? Yeah, it was Bruno Fernandes, got a bang on the head. Shah always seems to go down every game, doesn't he? Injured, <laughs> he does, whatever yeah. he's, every <laughs> single game, but, um, he really, I thought, I, honestly, I thought he was really superb today, and I, I thought he, he really stood out for me today. And, uh, when he went off, you know, he, he got a, a great reception, which fully deserved. And, um, yeah, I thought, I thought Shah was superb today, absolutely. Superb. Just, so, yeah, just on, on that, Chris. 
or is that someone's phone? Oh, but yeah. um, uh, no, um, no, you never know, really know when Char is really injured though, because he, he no, always goes down and stays down. You know, he's uh, playing to, to to get a bit of a breather for everybody as well. But uh, anyway, Pete, your thoughts on Char? Yeah, Fab Shaw. Um, yeah, nine point five for me. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that you guys saw what we saw today in terms of everything, blocks, positional play. He was exactly where he needed to be on the pitch. Hey, it's someone else who said that. Right? Yeah, Bobby there. I do have hair. I do have a nice head of hair. Um, might be a little bit messed up slightly because I'm travelling all day. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to get my... I literally, honestly, I'm not even joking to you. I've literally said, like, hello to my wife. As I was walking in with my laptop to set up to come and speak to you, I spoke to you today while I spoke to my wife. So, um, yeah, but I have to jump off very soon. She's just giving me the middle finger now. So, that tells me everything I need to know. Um, yeah, uh, but no, love no. is still in the air. Love is still But look, um, yeah, Sharp was just outstanding. Um, for me, yeah, best player on the pitch. Best player on the pitch today. Definitely. Wow. So man the match as well. So two man the match competition is already over. Uh wow. Uh two for, for, for sure. Right. I'm next one up is Botman. And I said to Chris before the, the, the start of the show, I don't know whether to give man the match to Trippier or Botman. And I'm giving it to Botman. So I'm giving Botman an eight point six, just so he's higher than, than Trippier. So uh but yeah, he's some of his passing was unreal. He was like yeah, like yeah. Sh- Shelby like Hollywood ball passing in uh, uh some of the, the tackles, the strength, the uh just yeah, he, he just looked class today. Um Botman. And and between uh, and well we wait till we get the collective back four, but they kept they kept Ronaldo quiet as well. Um, Chris, your thoughts on Batman? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I don't normally do decimals here, but I feel harsh given Botman the nine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Botman a nine point five because he literally just missed out um on that man of the match uh, by Shah. But yeah, what a what a player. What a player and still what, twenty two? Yeah, it's looking good to the boys. That's <laughs> very, very good. Um, yeah, he just now he's he's cemented his place in the team, hasn't he? And he, you know, if if Sven Botman's not playing, I think you know everyone would start panicking a little bit. He's just so he's cool, calm, collective. He's just he's just um, he's everything you want in the centre back. And uh, I think I think Virgil Van Dijk will be looking over his shoulder um, when it comes to the uh, the Dutch squads because Sven Botman, you know. If he carries on playing the way he's playing, he'll be in that squad in no time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do something that I didn't think I was going to do uh, with these player ratings. I'm going to give Botman a 9.49999. And look, I'll be honest with you, the only reason I haven't given him man of the match um, is purely because um, of that Fantastic tackle from Shaw in the second half. That for me was um, that for me is 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 a man of the match um, tackle, and that's the only thing that separates them. I thought as a pairing they were unbreakable today. They were unbreakable. It, it would have had to have been a mistake from from the fullbacks or from the goalkeeper in order for Man United to score. I thought they were outstanding, really, really good. And you could tell quite early on, um, Ronaldo and and then later on in the game, Rashford were very frustrated by having to come up against them. There was a tackle early on in the game and it was down 
Botman side. I think Bernard got had uh, been caught too far up, and the ball gets played over the top, and Botman comes in. I think he ends up getting hurt in his head. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he it, and he just comes in and clatters him. Yeah, it was on knee. Everyone's going get in there. Like he just, he's just a, he's he's a. I heard it. I heard it being said on um, Twitter. He's a man mountain. He is. He's like, you know, he reminds me of the guy from um, Game of Thrones. Uh, the big, I think he's called Mountain. I think, like, <laughs> yeah, he is <laughs> the big giant, like he is. But you know what? I, you know what I like today about Botman. There's all this talk about Botman. Is he? He's too slow. You know, he's not all the all the rest of this. Like he's got pace on him. He's not slow at all. At all, um, but his positional plays, balls, his cross balls, are, all that stuff we've seen, and it's amazing. But putting that together in in a performance like that, Old Trafford, like we had Man United fans saying, "We wish we had him." <laughs> this is exactly, but this is exactly what we said on the full loaded transfer show. We'd have teams like Man United and fans from their those clubs coming back when they saw Sven Botman play to go, "He's a player. We'd love to have him in our team." And, and we're we are very lucky to have him. He's un- unbelievable. We are. We sure are. Um, right. I, I uh, next up on the defence because I, I nearly forgot about to mention this man. But Burn uh, is up next. So uh, Burn playing at left back again. Um, and yeah, there's an, as as you mentioned, Pete. There's an awful lot of talk. Will, will Target come in? Um, yeah, he 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 did an awful lot of. Sh- Why am I paused? I, uh, I just have to re- reboot my camera as uh, I I'll continue talking for a second. But uh, yeah, he um, he put in some great great uh, tackles and uh, yeah, a lot of shit three as well uh, with him. And he he did end up getting a yellow card then in the end. But uh, at times then though. The, the thing I, I was harping back to before is getting caught for pace and uh, uh, this uh, Anthony's pace though it was unreal so that that really caught him at times but uh, for me I'm giving Burn a 7.75 um, yeah Burn's going to get the lowest rating of all my defenders but that's not to take anything away from him one thing I'll credit Dan Burn um, yeah, I, I still find it astounding how far up the pitch he gets like for such a big bloke, and you just see him striding down the pitch, yeah. and I just think you know he's he's got a great engine on him. To be fair, you know he's up and down, gives his all. Um, so I'm going to give him an eight, and that's not, you know, that's not a bad score. To be fair, um, the only the only problem with Dan Byrne, and I'd say problem, the only thing that worries me slightly is whenever Anthony was one on one with him, I was just thinking, oh no, oh no. And to be fair, having Sven, Sven Botman next to him just put my mind at ease a little bit more. Um, but it's just a massive advantage um, having having Dan Byrne, who's a, a natural centre-back, who can play left-back. And then when we're attacking with the ball, when we've got our three at the back, it's great having yeah, Dan Byrne centre-back next to Botman and Shah. So, you know, I've got, I've got no issues with it, but I'm surprised more teams don't really push down that side more. Um, but no, I, I thought Dan Byrne did well today. Um, and I'm going to give him an eight. That's fair enough, Chris. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I think that's more than fair. I, I in my mind, had 8.5, um, so I'll stick with that for, with, with Dan Byrne. I can only think of two times that he let Anthony get the better of him through pace, um, which I think, you know, considering what we talked about and how quick Anthony is, I thought that was good. I thought his positioning was, was very good. I think he, I thought he protected that side. That's probably been Anthony's club most quietest game 
since he signed for the club. And I think Dan Burns a big part of that. So he gets massive credit for that, um, considering he's not really a left back. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought he did well. Um, like you both have said, he's not not as good as as the other as the other members of his defence, but still a very very good performance away from home. So fair play to him, eight point five. Yeah. Right, let's go back to your original question then, Pete. And, and we have kind of kind of talked about it, but the collective uh, back four then. So so. Uh, Ask the question again. What, what did you want to say? No, I was going to say like just, just what were your thoughts in general of of the way that the back four worked together today? Um, obviously, we talked in isolation. Uh, Dan Byrne, how he managed to come up against Anthony. I'll give my thought thoughts, and, and you boys have touched on it as well uh, about his individual battle with Anthony. But the back four in general, you know, do, do we do we see that being the back four now that moves forward uh, with, with with these past three performances from them? Or do you think, you know, do you think um, something needs to change at some point? Mm, uh, look, it, it's working. Uh, look, we, we haven't lost the game with this kind of uh, tactic he's playing with. With uh, when we're on the attack, we can revert to a, a back three, and but uh, when we're in defence, it's, it's a back four. With, with uh, and. There is, there is that. Uh, I've, I've said it for a couple of weeks in a row. That there is that danger of burning and something being done for pace, but it hasn't happened yet. Yet it hasn't cost us a goal yet. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 you can see it each game. You can see it, especially as the game goes on, because he seems to to recover early on in the game. Uh, but but yeah, as the game goes on, you can't blame him, you know. Uh, but I, I could see it continuing this season. But then, if 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 that's the plan. I want to see um, a succession plan come this summer uh, in in uh, uh, bringing in a, a specialised kind of a left back. Uh, if tar- target is 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 coming, will be kind of more like a utility coming on to to cover in either full back positions, um, a kind of more squad player. But yeah, for, for now, why not? It's working. Yeah, Chris. I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, the stat we brought up before, as Dar says, you know, best defensive, best defensive team in the league. Um, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, oh, hey, somewhere. Oh, <laughs> Hello. You <laughs> <laughs> made up with that later. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. I really wouldn't change it. I'd leave it as it is. And. Um, it was what one thing I did like though with Dan Byrne having that yellow card. We brought Matty Target on, and it did just ease things a little bit. It was just, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was good because obviously with Byrne having. And by the way, that yellow card on Byrne was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it, it was never the yellow cards. Um, but yeah, it was. It, I did feel a little bit relieved once, um, you know, once the yellow cards, once Dan Byrne had gone off. Chris just, Chris just had the laptop over. She <laughs> <laughs> probably talks more sense watch, than me anyway. Did, did someone watch the game? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, she was at a party. No, she didn't watch the game. Uh, okay. no, she can't really say anything, can you? Well, you can, but you, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, boys, well, let's... I agree, boys. I agree. I, I like this back four. I, I like this back four. I think Target's good um, as a player to bring on, but ultimately, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this back four at the moment. I think it's well organised, well drilled. Uh, I think we're um, we're 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 a really hard, a really tough nut to crack at the moment in that back line. Um, and it goes back to the point where we we talked about it on a previous show um, a while back: is that 
you know, apart from Man City and Liverpool, no other team has scored any more than one goal past us. Yeah. Which well, it says a lot. It, it does be. Um, and it's <clears throat> not what we're known for in the past. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Long may continue as well. Right, we'll move on. We'll move on to the midfield. Um, and next, first up in the midfield is Bruno. Uh, Bruno, like again, all, all the midfield did well. Uh, playing against a strong Man United uh, midfield, of course. Um, yeah, just uh, I suppose it was solid displays, but no, there wasn't standout moment. There was, there was they were breaking things down. They were stopping the, the, the Man United play. But I'm going to give. Bruno and eight. Yeah, to be fair, Daz, I completely agree. I thought, um, I thought Bruno, he didn't have one of his magical games, but equally he did. He did do a lot of probably unsung hero work, if you get what I mean. Like he did, he did what he needed to do. Um, We just never saw that real spark today. You know, that moment where you go, wow, we just didn't see that today. That's not to say he had a bad performance because I don't think he did. So yeah, I think I think eight's fair. Yeah, eight for me. Um, I think there was a lot of pressure on him. I think there were a lot of eyes on him, not just Newcastle fans today. Yeah. The world was watching him today and how he performed. I thought he used the ball really well. I I I thought he used his body really well. He does anyway. Won a lot of good free kicks in... um, in, in different positions where it kind of took the pressure off us. So it might have been deep in our own half, but you had the ball, got possession, won a free kick, and it just allowed us to take a breather and move the ball up the pitch. He's just so intelligent in his play. So we might have not done loads and loads moving forward, but he did the other parts of the midfield job that made it a real success. And sometimes, you can't, you, sometimes when you go to games at Old Trafford, you can't always perform and be that superstar player that you want to be. Sometimes you've got to play the other side of your game. And I thought Bruno did that today. So, uh, yeah, I would give him an eight. Uh, it wasn't that superstar performance, but it was a, it was still an important performance for, for us to get the points or point. Yep, cool. Uh, right, move on. Longstaff is up next. Um, and I'm going to give Longstaff uh, eight as well. Same as Bruno. There was one moment of, of uh, though he, he he did a great run back and block at, at one stage. I think it was late enough, late enough in the game. But uh, so I'm, I'm going to give him a, an eight. He, he he put in a solid performance as well. Uh, I know all, all the talk was always about Bruno, but why not give give uh, lungs left the, the, the same uh, plaudits? Yeah, I think I think it's fair. The the only criticism I'd say of Sean Longstaff was that um he gave away a few needless fouls and it was a couple of them were in dangerous areas. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, again, like it it was a solid performance. Like and that's what we've seen recently from Sean Longstaff. Could he provide more? Yeah, probably could. But at the same time, if he's in that sitting role allowing Bruno to do what Bruno does best, that that's fine by me, do you know what I mean? I think going forward I prefer to see Shelby in that position, but Sean Longstaff he gives you, he gives you his all, doesn't he? And um, you know he broke up play a few times nicely. He's always in and around. You know he he runs around. He, he's 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 all action. He tries his best. Um, I, I can't really criticise him other than some of the silly fouls he gave away. But yeah, just for just for effort, um, I'd say he's an eight. I really liked Sean Longstaff today. I really do. I talked about Bruno doing that other side of, of the job. Um, I thought 
I thought look, Sean Longstaff. Sean Longstaff today, for me, that performance, and it wasn't again a superstar performance, but that performance showed me another side of Longstaff that he can go away to an Old Trafford and play that deep line role and do the 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 graft and the hard uh, the hard yards. Um, and I yeah. thought he did it really really well today. There was a couple of times where he was almost playing as a centre back and swept up. And really swept up well and stopped attacks from from manifesting into something. And um, I think he's really learned the art of that. I saw it the first time I saw it was at Molyneux. He did it a couple of times there and he did it really well. Today I thought he was very very good in his position. I agree with you guys. I give him an eight um, for his performance. But I think we are now seeing a different side to Sean Longstaff. And the one thing I'll say is that Shelby will give you so much more on the ball. They'll give you a range of passing. They'll be able to play those ni nice little um, neat triangles of passing. But what you won't get from Shelby is that last ditch tackle, that tracking, that positioning where we're on, the, where we're against the counter. We're trying to defend the counter attack, and he gets back and he covers forty yards and makes a definitive tackle. That's what Sean Longstaff's added to his game recently, and I really like that about him. And I think for that reason, I think he'll keep his place. And Shelby's going to have to earn his place back in the team. Great to see Shelby, by the way, back in the squad and warming up in, in that. Yeah, the, always, yeah. He, he got a really nice, he got a real nice reception from the from the fans as they were warming up as he was warming up. So that was nice. But but yeah, Sean Longstaff. Uh, I saw a different side to him today. It was good to see. Yeah, just picking up on what you said there, Pete, about Shelby. Like, if Shelby tries to do that, what Sean Longstaff is doing. He he more than likely will get a card, and then he's 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 and it usually happens early in the game, and then then he's he, he's he's kind of uh, he's kind of watching himself for the rest of the game because he doesn't want to go back to that that old old uh, uh, John Joe Shelby getting sent off every every couple of games. And we don't want that back. Um, costing us points again. But um, yeah, interesting how it'll play out. Yeah, definitely. Well, we've got options. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. good to have options for sure. Let's move on to next midfielder in the shape of J7. Uh, and f for me, yeah, there's a few nice runs from, from J7. Great to see him back as well, actually, in the team. Uh, there was the, yeah, the, the, the double the double header that really should have gone in that, that we, 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 we talked about there at the start as well. I think I, I've given, I've given I'm, and I don't know why, but I've given Joe Linton slightly more than Longstaff and, uh, and Bruno. I've given Joe Linton 8.25. Hmm. I don't know why, but I've given them eight point two five. Do you know what? I think you've got to you've got to factor it in as well. You know, Big Joe's he's not been in the start eleven the past uh, couple of games, and I, I thought he you know he came back in and again without without being outstanding. I just felt I just felt so, I, Pete. I don't know whether you caught this, but just felt so sorry for him with them headers. The first one was a bit of a punt header. You know, like he got it on target. He did well. The second one, if he if if he got it in between the sticks, it, you know, De Gea would not have got it. Um, but he was unlucky with it, you know what I mean? And then people will say oh, we should have scored, but you know, it's just a couple of inches. If it's just a couple of inches the other way, they've gone in because De Gea, there's no way De Gea would have saved it at the height he had it. Um, but yeah, Joe Joe Linton, like he's one of our favourite players, isn't he? He's all action, he's everywhere, he's breaking up the play, he's big, strong, physical, great at carrying the ball. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing him actually on uh, on Wednesday night against Everton. I think I think we'll see an even better performance from Joe Linton, but yeah, I would put I would put Joe Linton at probably eight point five. I'd put him just above Bruno and Sean Longstaff. Um, I'd say he was eight point five. He was probably he was probably the best of the midfield three for me today. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I've, I've, uh, in my head, I had an eight. I, I was going to give those three midfielders exactly the same, but no, I could understand why Joe Linton for you, Chris, has, has got slightly more. I thought he had a good game today. He was unlucky with the chances. Obviously, I've not had a chance to watch it back, but if you're saying he was really unlucky with it, that's fair enough because the way, obviously, the angle that we've got, it's a side angle in. It just looked like just fucking just tap it in. It was almost, yeah, it was like, in the net in one of those ones. But it was, um, to be fair, we, we had the, the same thing. Um, well, basically, that if he... If it was someone that wasn't as tall as him and was coming onto the ball slightly differently, he probably would have been able to head it in. So if it was someone slightly smaller, um, that he had a, a clear run and jump at it. But like I said, I'd have to watch it back to have a um, to have a look uh, at it a bit more. But I've said eight. Nice and nice and beat. Um, right, we we'll move on. Let's go to Murphy next. Um, Murphy, who was subbed for Fraser on the 58 match. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he had some nice runs. He showed some strength as well at uh, the stages. I'm giving Murphy a 7.5. Yeah, I, I thought uh, Jacob Murphy, again, lots of running, lots of running. Um, didn't really do anything wrong, but didn't didn't really uh, cause that much of a threat, if I'm honest. Um I think seven point five is probably fair, does. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, I can't criticise him for anything, but you know, as 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 we know with Jacob Murphy, he is he is a bit limited, um, and that's not me being harsh. It's just a matter of fact he is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought he I thought he did reasonably well today. But yeah, I wouldn't go over seven and a half or something. Yeah, same for me. Um, yeah, he, he did like like you said, did a lot of running, but his final. His final ball wasn't great today. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't what we what we probably needed in the game, and it was probably right that he got subbed at that point. And yeah. I just thought, I just thought Ryan Fraser. I think it was Fraser that came on for him. From right, I'm thinking. I thought Fraser did all right to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah. walking back to the tram, a lot of the, a lot of the um, Man United fans were saying, um, you know, they were talking about Murphy, and they were saying like Murphy's quick, but Fraser looked good when he come on. He's quite a nippy player and caused a few problems. He actually did all right. So I thought it was the right the right sub at the right time. Seven point yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if we had ASM coming on at that time, though. That would have been nice. Anyway, Zach. it wasn't to be. It wasn't to yeah. be. Yeah, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about. We'll be still dancing. We'll still be dancing. Um, Can see. I? Oh, right, actually, I'll wait. I'll wait until uh, we go. To, yeah. I'll wait until we go to Wilson. But I had a question about the uh, the Wilson substitution. But I'll I'll wait till we we hit Wilson before I ask it. Okay, let's go to, to Miggy. And look, we'll go to you first, Chris. Uh, and uh, your thoughts on Miggy uh, and your rating for Miggy. I just love Miggy. Absolutely love him. Um, again, <laughs> I, I, I just love the fact he's just he just buzzes around. And I think it was in like the 91st minute and he's sprinting back because he's trying to work. <laughs> what have you done there? They are, Daz. We don't need it anymore. Oh, nice one, Summer. Absolute mark. Here, oh, full, full screen. Nice right, kid. It's right, kid. Oh, hang on. Oh, we are. That's what I do there. All right. Yeah, look. See. Yeah, here we go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Here's your face. Your face 
There we go. <laughs> yeah. You have to subscribe now. Well, <laughs> so well, you don't subscribe well, now. It's terrible. It's terrible. We're really desperate for subscribers, guys. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, Miggy Almanon everywhere. Um, again, a little bit like Murphy in that, you know, he didn't quite have that killer instinct, but we know he's got that in his locker. Uh, because yeah. we've seen it in previous weeks. I'd probably put Miggy just over Murphy, and I'd say probably an eight. I think eight's probably fair for me anyway. But um, as usual, you know, lots of endeavour, lots of running, lots of pressing. His pressing was fantastic, particularly in that first half. Um, but like everybody else, you know, everyone kind of went into the shell on about the 70th minute, and then it was back to the wall. But um, but yeah, I'd give, I'd give Miggy an eight. Yeah, same. Yeah, give him an eight. Lo- loved his running, loved his uh, endeavour, like you said. Um, final ball wasn't always quite there, but he, he like you say, he, he's, he's infectious in the, in the way which he plays. Yeah. You just like you just can't but admire him. Uh, he does every single game for as long as he's on the pitch. He just runs, 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 runs constantly. And roadrunner, he really is. Yeah, I, I, I've given him um, an 8.25. Um, but yeah, it, and there was a nice um, move as well. It was a kind of corner routine where Trippy hit it to, to uh, Miggy. And if he had kept it down, it, it could have. Because I think, I think everyone just got out of the way as well. All our players moved out of the way. So it was a nice little routine they had going. But uh, uh, <laughs> tattoo designs. Keep them coming. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, yeah, um, yeah, so 8.25 for, for me on Miggy. Um, and. Yeah, hasn't beat, hit the heights that he has hit in previous games, but hey, we, we, we let him away with it. Right, we'll move on next to Wilson. Pete, we'll go to you first for your thoughts on Wilson. Uh, Wilson played well. Um, I thought he played well. I think I'd give him an, I think I'd give him an, say, uh, in between an 8 and an 8.5, so I'll just say 8.25 or whatever it is. Uh, nice little start, uh, halfway. Um, I, thought he, I thought he did well. I thought he was, um, I loved it. Uh, I think I talked about it with Keen, uh, or, or we talked about it, I think, Chris, on away days. Um, because I think he, you know, he was talking about, oh, talking about Martinez and how he can be a bit of a bit of a bastard and like a, like a bit of a wind-up. But I was like, well, so is Wilson. And those two were at it. Yeah, they were right. at each other big time. <laughs> and I loved it. And, and people were getting worried by it. And I was like, no. He's throwing Martinez off his game because he was getting wound up because he wasn't getting his own way. And Wilson playing in between the lines, holding the ball, you know, putting his body in front of the ball. Really, really intelligent play. Yes, he didn't get many chances in front of the goal, but he played a really important role in the team. And you know what? When he came off, we really felt it. <laughs> and a few boys, I know a few boys felt the same that when Wilson came off the pitch, we we weren't we weren't the same uh, uh, up, up top. Yeah. Because we have wood come on, that's why. <sighs> you would, you yeah, would expect. Um, you would expect actually, that when, when that, yeah, I know. I, actually, where I think I put it in the ch- in our own WhatsApp chat when when that uh, that triple substitution came in, I said. Willock is going to do it. He's going to, he's going to, I know he was suffering, being sick during the week, but he's going to get us the winner here. But uh, yeah, no, it wasn't to be. But um, I thought, because I thought first, I said, okay, I saw Wilson coming out. I thought, Willock is going to play up front. Yeah, this could really happen. But no, then I saw Wood. I said, oh no, here we go. Um, 
yeah, I wouldn't would have left Woodward. Well, I suppose he did win the ball. He held up the ball. Is what he's what he can do. Uh, but yeah, no. Um... <laughs> Jordy two for life. All right, um... let's move on. Um... <laughs> well, yeah, we're on Wilson. Um, Chris, you're talking Wilson. Do you know what? I, I nearly give him a nine, and then I thought, actually, I'm thinking being a bit, a bit generous there. But I just loved Callum Wilson's performance, particularly in that first half. Um, no real massive chances. I know he he, he screws a shot wide, but it, I'd say it was probably a half chance. It wasn't really like you know, it was like if he did it on target, I still think De Gea would have saved it. Um, but I just loved, I loved his, um, you know, he's constantly pushing the back lines, and as Pete said, real battle with Martinez, and he really, he really, uh, you know pushed him and Varane all the way today. I just wish he'd had a few more chances. But again, I don't blame him for that. It was probably just the fact that we didn't create enough. And maybe if we'd seen that spark that I was talking about before from Bruno, then, you know, we may maybe would have seen a couple of good chances for Callum Wilson. But I still really liked his performance. So I'll give him an 8.5. Um, but the question I wanted to ask you both was, do you think... Oh, sorry. Um, what, what, what's that, Chris? Oh, go on, go on. What, 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 I just want to give my rating for Wilson. And oh, ask go for it, mate. Go for it. must be a bit of a delay on my side. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my, me and Wilson, I'm going to give him a 7.5. I know I'm, I'm lowering, lowering the tone here on, on Wilson, but I just thought, yeah, he didn't he didn't have an awful lot of chances. He did he did put in a shift, of course. But I also want to try and G him up to, to put in a, a massive performance against Everton. So Wilson is probably watching this. Do your best against Everton and get a, get us some goals. Sorry, over to you, Chris, with that question you wanted to bring up. Yeah, no, all, all I was going to say, I actually thought about it. Um, I actually thought about it when we were going through the ratings. And um, what I wanted to ask you both was, obviously, when we saw Chris Wood come on, Chris Wood looked really deflated, by the way. Really deflated. He didn't look... He kind of looked like, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't going to pan out well for him. And it didn't. Um, but... Do, now I think about it, do you think that we went defensive and we didn't have that outlet up front? Do you think that was down to the fact that Wood came on? Because, like, there was one point when the ball went back, I think it was to Varane, and Chris Wood was like, oh, right, so I'll go and chase him down. And then by the time he chased him down, he's already passed it, he was gone. Do you know what I mean? The moment had gone. And I just thought, <laughs> is this, is this... Is this why we're, you know, we've we've not got that outlet up up top? Is is that the reason, or am I just being majorly harsh on uh, on Chris Wood? Um, no, I think I think he doesn't think, have the pace. Yeah, no, I think I think I think you're right, Dazzy. He, he he doesn't he doesn't have the pace, but he doesn't have the know how of playing that position the way we want it to be played. So the stuff that he does at Burnley is all kind of like. A little bit of hustle and bustle, but he had. We we need to remember we, he had Ashley Barnes next to him, so they were both like a tag team. It was like a battering ram, and they did yeah. it together. He's now being asked to do it on his own. He's having to cover the twice as much ground as what he did at, at Burnley, battered twice as many defenders than he did when he was at Burnley. It's difficult, and and it causes um, it, it it causes him um, some issues, and I think he gets tired very quickly because of it. I mean, it was a noticeable difference when Callum Wilson went off. But I, I, I remember saying to someone when he came off, because someone was like, oh, why? why is Wilson coming off? And I was like, well, we need him. We, we need him. We've got nobody else. And he's already been injured this season. And, and with the talk of Alexander Isak and, and Maxi not being back until maybe after the World Cup, 
we can't afford to lose another one as well. We can't afford to lose Wilson. So it, I, I, unfortunately, I do believe that we are going to see this, that, it, that Wilson's going to get maybe 75 minutes max to put the ball in the net and, and, win, and win Newcastle matches. And then we're going to bring him off and preserve him because we've got three, we've got a three game week this week. And normally I think if we had a full team to choose from, I don't think Wilson would have probably started against um, either today at Old Trafford or at Tottenham next week. I think they probably would have given him a rest somewhere, but he's going to have to play all three games. So we're going to have to manage him massively. If we lose yeah. him, we're screwed. We are yeah. screwed because we've got, yeah. we've got Chris, we're back to Chris Wood again yeah. and we lose our, we lose a massive goal threat. So it's a difficult one. Hmm. No, no, that's a good point, Pete. Um, and uh, I, I didn't think of that at the time when they were taking them off. Yeah, that they, they do need to mind them with the with the three games in a week. Um, and yeah, and as someone said as well, up until the World Cup, we, we have no other uh, striker that can score. Um, right, Chris, we go to some questions. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a couple of questions in the chat. Um. I really like this one from Life Goals. It's an interesting one. Would everyone here take a defeat to Spurs if it guaranteed a win against Everton? Yeah. I'm a yeah as well. I would. Yeah, I would. I'm a no. I, 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 I want, uh, I want four, four points. Ah, it's not. Hey, I'm, I'm, it's not. I'm, yeah, it's I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that all day long, all day long, Daz. But um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And we need to beat Everton. I don't care how we do it. I don't care if it comes off Dan Burns' bum. I don't care if it comes off his left toe, um, you know, <laughs> left big toe. I, I don't care how he puts the ball in the net or how we score the goals. We have to beat Everton. Like, we, we like, after what they did at Goodison Park. We have to beat them. That's just my mentality going into that game. Anything, by any means necessary, we get that win on Wednesday night. That's that's how I'm thinking right now. So that's why I would take that win guaranteed over Everton if it meant that we ended up losing at Spurs, which you know people would expect us to. Not guaranteed though. Yeah, I'm I'm the same as you, Pete. Like, got it for the bragging rights. Purely for the bragging rights, I, I want to yeah. beat Everton. Um, and really, you know, like like we've always said, you know, the our home performances, especially now under Eddie Howe and these new owners and war flags and the fans and everything, even kick off as well. I I think I think we'll play really well against Everton. I think we'll do really well. Um, and at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it's it's you know one of the one of the top six clubs away from home. It is a bit of a free hit. We've we've gone to Anfield, we've gone to Old Trafford, um, and now going to Tottenham. So like, oh, Daz, if we got a point, mate, I'd be absolutely delighted with that. <laughs> but I I do expect to lose. Are you holding that, up, Chris? No, it's not me. My answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not me. I thought you were talking to it and holding it up yeah, like that. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, yeah, me. Not me. Not me. I love it. I love it. Well done, Summer. That's quality. And we've got the final question from Life Goals. Um, and again, it's what we were talking about earlier. Thoughts on the injury situation? ASM and Isaac apparently out for a while. Apparently, we're not going to see Isaac before the World Cup. Um, ASM, maybe two, possibly three weeks. Um, 
This week we'll have some exhausted players. Should we start Woodface Everton to protect Wilson? Controversial. No. Oh, no. I, I would I would play Wood at I would play no. Wood at Spurs. I'd Garrett, I'd get the win out of the way. I'd play and, and I think I I think Ladbo's great question. And I think mm. and and boys, you know, if you think differently, let let me know. I, I, I think that Wilson will play against Everton. We'll go all out for the win at St. James's Park. And then I think we'll probably see a few a few changes in the team um for, for Spurs uh, on Saturday. I think Saturday evening, is it? R five? Kickoff, so I think is it uh, Sunday? Uh, oh, Sunday! Su- 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 Sunday at half four. Sunday half four. Sorry. Yeah. Um, four, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I, I I do. I think I think we'll rest some players at Spurs, providing that we win. So um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm gutted about ASM and Isaac. Um, it's just typical of us at the moment. Um, but you know what? This is why going into the second half of the season, this is why we might need to pick up a couple three maybe players uh, and move some of those some of that dead one on the players that we that we don't necessarily need because we've got so many players available to us the likes of Jamal Lewis you know the likes of Matt Ritchie although we love him as a person as a character he's you know he's injured and he's not even played for us this season uh, barely you know can can we get a player that can come in and actually do a job for us um, in that position uh, you know in, in, in using his position in the squad Jamal Lewis, maybe one other. This is where we need to build the squad now so we've got other options off the bench because yeah. at the moment we are very, very light and, and it's not good. Um, it also brings back the, to the point, you know, we need to be very careful on, on with our signings as well and their history record of, of injuries because um, it, it, it's not good. Yeah. I think I think we... Um, very good point, we, I think we've seen from um, you know the last couple of cameos from Wood. Uh, you know we all made we all made excuses for them um, at the back end of last season. None so more than me. Like I thought, Chris Wood did a fantastic job when our job was to be solid and you know to kind of um, soak up the pressure and then break on the counter. But I think now this team, this is a different team now. This is a team that is forward thinking, and unfortunately, I don't think Chris Woods. Chris Woods not the type of striker. Um, which we need in this team. And that's no disrespect to Chris Wood. I think Chris Wood's a fantastic professional and I think Chris Wood is still, you know, got legs in him. I think he can he can still go and have a fantastic career, but he's nowhere he's nowhere near top eight in the Premier League. He's nowhere near it. Um and unfortunately we don't play to his strengths. I don't think we've ever really played to his strengths. Um but yeah, I think the sooner we get a more mobile striker to play back up to Alexander Isaac and Callum Wilson, the better. I think going forward, most Premier League clubs would admit you need three top strikers. And at the moment, sadly, we've got two. Um, and we're relying on one of them at the minute and the other one's injured. I think if we had a young, up-and-coming um, striker, yeah. you know, as an option, I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm agreeing exactly with, with what both of you said, lads. And I apologise, there's a delay. So when I say something, it takes about two seconds before it hits you. And we're ta- I'm t- it sounds like I'm talking over you. But that'll make it very interesting how, how the, the sponsors work. Because I, I, th- I think we're coming towards the end of the show. Maybe we should uh, give a shout out to the sponsors. Uh, shout out to shybirons.com. Uh, and so, Simon, have you seen Simon in the chat? Is he in the chat? Let us know, Simon. Uh, but yeah, he normally is. And uh, the range that Simon has, has available on the site. Uh, and uh, yeah, and he also 
has the, the, the loaded range, the loaded uh, normal uh, loaded t-shirt in a variety of different colors, and also the weighted t-shirt in also in a variety of different colors. So check that out. Uh, also shout out to Pins and Prints and the, the range that uh, Dean has available there. And check out the latest uh, from Dean. Also shout out to Marty at Machine House and the range that uh, Marty has available uh, there. There's got some lovely t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, you've seen them before. And anytime there's a new range as well, we, we put them uh, in the system and promote them. Also a shout out to the Jordy Rice and Dean uh, there as well. And the, the, the range that Dean has, go, go, go to the website to check it out. Uh, www.thegeordyrise.co.uk if you're looking for that one. And you also use use the code as well on, on these sites. You can, if you use the code uh, LOADEDHQ, or no, I think it's loaded mag now, uh, the code. Uh, yeah, it's loaded. I'll put it at the bottom of the screen so you can see it. 10% uh, off uh, if you use the code loaded mag. So uh, check that out on the sites we described. Uh, also, I'm going to give another shout out, and it's to the lady of the match uh, of the show, uh, Summer, who gets gets a special award for being the asking everyone to subscribe and to like the show. So thank you, Summer. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Summer. Uh, the star of the show tonight. Um, but uh, anything else? Oh, sorry, I don't need to mention what the shows that are coming up. Uh, we have, uh, and let me get rid of the banner again so we see the posters properly. Uh, tomorrow. Back tomorrow uh, with the way it is. Peace, take it away. Yes, so Mike from uh, the Unholy Trinity podcast. We've had him on before. Really, really good guy. Uh, me and Chris have been on with him and chatted to him a, a few times. He's agreed to come back on and he's really looking forward to coming back on and chatting with us. He, uh, when I messaged him, he said he, he always likes coming on and talking to us um, um, on our away days preview. So that should be a great one. So get your questions in for Mike um, about all things Everton um, and Newcastle and we'll be discussing what is... Certainly for me and Chris, a, a massive game. Maybe more for Chris than me, but it's a massive game. So uh, <laughs> looking forward to that one. It should be a really, really good chat. That should be kicking off from half seven. Yeah, it's always a, always a tense one, Pete. And um, I used to work with Mike, so uh, I always, I always, yeah, yeah. So it's nice, uh, nice to have Mike on. So uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I just hope to God we pass. I just do. <sighs> Really, really, really do. <laughs> Love it. And then also on uh probably on Thursday then uh with the match being on Wednesday, we'll probably do a reaction show on Thursday. Uh so yeah, keep an eye out for that on, on Thursday evening. Um so yep, yeah, that's it. And if we if we come up with any other shows uh, to, to drop you'll see them popping up uh in on, on either Twitter or on YouTube. And if you subscribe and hit the notifications, you you'll get the notification of a show as well. But Thanks for everyone for joining us um, tonight, and thanks for everyone in the chat as well with with their comments. Uh, make sure to hit that like button on the way out, and um, that's it, lads. Pete, you have to go talk to your wife. Chris, yeah. you got you got to say uh, thanks to Summer for for all her hard work there. And uh, another week, uh, we go again. Good night, everybody. Thanks, thanks everyone. See ya. Say bye. How? How?
and I forgot to say, we are six to the table. Good night, everybody.